Hello, America. It is Friday. The vaccine mandate is on the table. What does it mean and what do we do? Answers in 60 seconds. Does your dog know that does your dog know the difference between healthy and unhealthy food? Uh, probably not intellectually, but his body does. When you're feeding him dry kibble food, for instance, his body is telling him that everything he's eating is dead. It, it's it's dead. It has to it has to be able to sit on a shelf for two years for it to be qualified to be able to make it into your dog's bowl. Kibble food has to be sterilized. Well, the dog's body knows it's missing out on key things that it needs. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants. All the same stuff you need to be healthier and happier. And a lot of cases, this is how it was with my dog, Uno just lost interest in eating. Then a guy named Dr. Dennis Black decided to take the problem on. He created a product called Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. And when you sprinkle that on the dog food, it's full of all of those incredible healthy ingredients. And Uno has loved it from since really day one. And uh, I haven't heard of anybody whose dog won't eat this stuff or gobble their food because of it. And then they change. You watch them over months and they change. You can see them getting healthier. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. Make sure he eats it. All you pay for is the shipping. And then if they do love it as much as Uno does, just get another full bag of Rough Greens and watch them change. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Beck. Rough Greens dot com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Rough Greens dot com slash Beck. So there are a lot of things that are going on, and I, I want to talk about the vaccine mandate, but I also want to give you a, an update on Afghanistan. We have stopped all operations in Afghanistan, and I want to tell you why. Um, it's not that we've run out of people. You're going to hear something here in a minute that is, is going to make you really... Uh, Um, We have stopped because we can't, there are more people to get, but we can't get anyone out because we've landed, we've, we've run out of what we call lily pads. These are countries that have taken, in many cases, my word or the word of the Nazarene fund that we will get these people out of their country. So they're not just trapped and dumped in their country and we'll take them to another country that wants them. Uh, And then we will place them and help fund, you know, their year transition and uh, and all of it. We have the funds to finish the job. We don't have the funds to get more out of Afghanistan, uh, but we can't get them out of Afghanistan now because no country will take any more refugees as lily pads. It's full. Now, why can't we get those refugees out? Uh, Because the United States State Department has kicked us in the knees and hobbled us and no country is going to take any refugees from anyone because the State Department is blocking them. It is my feeling that all of these refugees are going to be coming to the United States of America. I can speak for the 5000 Christians that we have taken out. They will be a blessing in America. But I can't speak to on behalf of 
what everybody else took out, what the United States government took out. I have no idea. And if we take all of these refugees, this is going to make an impact in America. I believe the ones who love America and the ones who uh, love God uh, are going to be a very big blessing to us. However, right now, they're still sitting on a tarmac. And these countries are getting pissed. They're getting pissed at us, and they're getting pissed at the United States of America. (sighs) Now, let me give you something that I don't think you're going to have a hard time believing, but there is a new number out about how many Americans are trapped in Afghanistan. Stu, what was the latest number from the State Department that you heard? A few hundred, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 400? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. half of them wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I remember hearing. The State Department has just released a new number, and they've released it to Foreign Policy, the magazine Foreign Policy, mm-hmm. foreignpolicy.com. The State Department now says they believe as many as 14,000 U.S. legal permanent residents remain in Afghanistan. 14,000. Congratulations. We are turning into a country that is going to be... uh, a nasty scar on human history if we don't turn this around. Um, yesterday, a couple of things happened. The president uh, still not doing anything on the southern border. Remember, he said, I'm not paying. We're not paying four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to people who came here and are suing us. That's a garbage report. Well, here's the White House yesterday saying uh, not so much. Listen. The president is perfectly comfortable with the Department of Justice settling with the individuals and families who are currently in litigation with the U.S. government. You know, DOJ can obviously speak more to that process. The president was what he was reacting to uh, was the dollar figure that was mentioned that you mentioned to him yesterday. Uh, as press accounts to date indicate, there's been press accounts on this. DOJ made clear to the plaintiffs that the reported figures are higher than anywhere that a settlement can land okay so they're saying yeah we're gonna pay just not gonna be 450 okay well that was the wall street journal that said that uh jake tapper asked did they get it wrong the answer was no they didn't get it wrong so the president either was lying to you or he's not in control of his own administration he doesn't have any idea what's going on this is yet another thing that we said about France. Wait a minute. You didn't the president didn't know that we changed a deal and we sold US submarines to Australia and pulled the rug out from underneath France? The president didn't know that? Well, now you've got a second case of it. So is the president lying or should the president be removed because he is not in charge of his own faculties or his own administration? I think that's often the case, but in this particular instance, I believe he's just lying. 
if you watch the clip with Peter Ducey, he specifically goes back to the exact dollar amount to try to to try to what was the number 450,000 per per person was it per person he's like going he's trying to give the specific number he's not disagreeing to the entire premise of the question here he is as you were leaving for your overseas trip there were reports that were surfacing that your administration is planning to pay illegal immigrants who are separated from their families at the border up to $450,000 each possibly a million dollars per family do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally? If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not true. So this is a garbage report? Yeah. Okay. So $450,000 $450, per person. Is that what you're saying? That was separated from mm -hmm. a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not going to happen. Okay. Okay. So it won't so, be 450 exactly per person. Yeah. 4495, sure. That, then Could he's be 300. Not right. I'm not paying a dollar. Yeah, zero dollars is I'm the I'm not paying the, the dollar amount that we settle for, zero. Zero. Should it be more than we give Gold Star families? I, I think no. Uh, no, mm. I don't think so. Mm. We don't do that. We don't do that. And this president will. This president is changing fundamentally our economy. Yesterday, he announced, standing next to Bill Gates, that there are 20 public-private partnerships that they are making the White House, the United States government, and the World Economic Forum. I thought it was, a, I thought it was a, some sort of a conspiracy theory, because the World Economic Forum doesn't have any power. Well, now they do, because the president just partnered with them and 20 major companies that provide, many of them, raw materials. And they're going to help reshape the Great Reset. And there are more to come. Also, they reset the banking system in Scotland this week. All of the ESG stuff that we've been talking about, all done. And the president is all doing all of it through the public sector. So it never has to go to Congress. He has cut Congress out of all of this. That was yesterday. Oh, no, sorry. There was one other thing yesterday. Uh, he nominated the Soviet woman who went to the Soviet Moscow universities on the uh, Lenin scholarship. She's now been officially nominated for uh, the comptroller of our treasury. So she is going to she wants to remake the banks, get rid of all the banks and make the Fed the only bank in America. So they will have complete control over you. That happened uh, yesterday. What else happened? Oh, oh. <laughs> the vaccine mandate. Here is the president uh, on uh, vaccine mandates in December of last year. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Okay. So why is the president doing this now? By the way, if you think you escaped because you are a business under 100, he is now working on the plan that will be released soon for all companies, no matter what size. So you mm. will now have to get the vaccine mandate or you will not work. 
you will have to get the vaccine mandate or your company will be fined out of business. And that will happen quickly. People like me, the Daily Wire, Daily Wire is suing. We will join them. We don't have 100 people working in this company. Blaze is different than the structure of the Daily Wire. Everybody is an independent person that they bring their show independently in and fold it into our spine. So we don't have 100 employees, but we will be affected by this. Once they put the new mandate in, then we have standing and we will be suing them, too. Because it will put every business out of business that doesn't comply. And I will not comply. I asked you a year ago, what is your line? And I had a really hard time because they had crossed so many of my lines. But I am very, very clear on this one. I will not comply. When it comes to the vaccine and the mask mandate... You know, you thought you could just, well, I'll just get a test once a week. But that means you still have to wear a mask at work all the time. And you're forced to do it. No. No, I'm not doing it. No. This is my line. I hope it is your line as well. Because if they can do this through OSHA, through OSHA, cutting out everything else, cutting out the entire process, if the government, I'm sorry, if the president can say, I'm going to reach in and destroy businesses, I'm going to destroy lives, I'm going to destroy jobs, I'm going to make people wear something. And I'm going to make people inject something into their body. You have no freedom. If they can do this, they can do anything. This is the last line. If they if we allow them to cross this line, there is no freedom left in America. If you think they won't come for you. If you just go along with this, I'm telling you right now, the regulation is coming on how you can spend your money, where you can spend your money. The regulations will come for your speech. It will come for your church. It will come. America, this truly is your last call. So what do you choose to do? You must stand together. You must find the people in your company and you have to find the companies. We have to find the companies that will stand and then we have to support them. We have to start gathering together the people on the border, our border patrol. I know you can't go on strike legally, but boy, it would be surely awful if because you were having to do the vaccine mandate. If a lot of you started to get sick at the airports, because you know who will raise hell on that? Business people traveling all around. If all of a sudden your customs and border patrol, I'm sorry, the lines are really long. A lot of people are sick. Those business people will raise hell. 
you need civil disobedience. And it starts with saying, this is my line. I will not cross it. I will lose my job, but I will not lose my freedom. I will not lose the right to choose for my children what they put into their minds and what they put into their bodies. No. Back in a minute. Johnny wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I had such severe knee pain for so long. Eventually, I wasn't even able to work anymore. Then I heard about Relief Factor and decided to give it a try. And within a few weeks, not only was I able to go back to work, now I can go hiking and bike riding with virtually no pain at all. Thank you, Relief Factor. Johnny, thank you for writing in. Glad you got your life back with Relief Factor. Can't say I approve of all the bike riding and outdoor stuff, but hey, listen. At least you're not living with aches and pains, nor am I. Relief Factor isn't a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95, so go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So I respect uh, what you're saying here and and obviously agree this is completely unconstitutional. And we can both agree, I think, that we would this starts with uh, a legal challenge. That's the first step here. As this goes through, we say no and we challenge it legally. I talked to Jeremy Boring yesterday on News and Why It Matters. Uh, He runs the Daily Wire. They've already filed a suit on this. Like Mm -hmm. this is going to happen from dozens of places. They're going to challenge this, and I believe they should win. And I think there's a really good chance they do. Right? Like this is if they don't win, if the Supreme Court, then this really truly ends the constitutional rule and freedom in America. And the we've talked about this before. The OSHA statute is written so broadly. The only thing it requires is that the thing they're asking is quote reasonably necessary or appropriate to provide safe or healthful employment or places of employment hey now you might not think that the vaccine is important but it doesn't matter when these things are written like this it just matters if the biden administration thinks it's it's correct uh, appropriate and the same with global warming and the same with gun control so this is that could go out of control easily and the, hopefully the courts recognize that's ridiculous and overturn it but let's just live in a world where they don't Okay. Mm-hmm. This comes down to the other side. Let's say I know you. This does not apply to you right now because you don't have a hundred employees and the way the company's instru- structured. But it le- will. I, it I, will. I, I mentioned to you I talked to a small business owner here in Dallas mm-hmm. who's in this situation, has over a hundred employees, mm-hmm. and doesn't want any part of this. He's vaccinated himself. He runs he runs the company, but he has uh, some of his best employees are unvaccinated and will not get vaccinated. Okay. So he's left with this choice of either to fire these people. Uh, and, and or what shut his company down because no, you're getting he has another choice. You get your company. You give everybody the day off to go march in front of the state capitol. Sure. And you tell every state official and your attorney general, you better stop this in this state. And we have multiple levels of recourse like that. That's yes. that's just pushing back, trying change the law, uh, fight the fight it in court. But at some point, the fine becomes due, and they say, shut your company down, fire your best employees, or comply. Yeah, it's not going to happen. 
I I don't think it gets to that level, frankly, because oh, I think uh, there's going to be ways around it. But still, if it does, no, what look, do you do? I mean, they're putting people who are owning businesses and just trying to help people in impossible positions. What do you do in that spot? Uh, hang on just a second. I've got an attorney general who's just typing. I'm giving him the phone number to call in. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think this is a question that hopefully business owners won't need to answer because I think most likely what you're going to be able to do is not enforce this uh, uh, among your people. And this is not legal advice, by the way. Uh, you're not going to have to enforce it. And it, OSHA ha- does not have the resources to do a nationwide crackdown on every business that is not enforcing this. But it's putting people in an impossible position where they have to take this stand. Again. You know, people who follow the law every single day, follow yeah. every rule, comply Look, all the time. Here's the thing. Every single generation has to decide if they're going to be free or not every generation now we have we fought for it kind of in the 1960s that all men should be created equal and we should live by that understanding but the last time we really had to fight fascism was in the 1930s and 40s it's our turn this is going to be tough but this is our turn all right let me tell you about patriot mobile here's one way you can do it Right now, Verizon and AT&T. AT&T had a class this week with CRT teaching white people they should be less white. Sorry, not going to do it. Not going to do it. If you work for AT&T, stand up. I will not, will not comply. This is a lie. Be less white. That's racist. Anyway, one thing you can do is find the companies that will give you the same service, if not better or a better price, and switch to them if they're on our side. Patriot Mobile is one of those companies. Right now, that's something you can do. Tell these big companies, go to hell. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You get a free activation with the offer code Beck. They have special discounts for veterans, first responders, same coverage, about half the price. And they stand with you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Do it now or call 972-PATRIOT. Another way you can push back is by becoming a member of Blaze TV. Join now, blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have several people on hold that I can't wait to talk to, uh, but we have uh, Attorney General Sean Reyes from the state of Utah uh, on, the, uh, on the phone to talk about the vaccine issue. And Sean, I, I would like you to make the case um, that this isn't about politics uh, and it's really not about health. This is about government control of things. And why is that Trump health? Yeah, Glenn, no, absolutely. This is this is well, let me say this. First of all, it, it is about politics uh, in many ways. Uh, and, and, and I don't think that this is really uh, about health. It's about government trying to impose its will and this executive branch and this administration trying to coerce the private sector. First, they started with the, the federal contractor mandates. We filed lawsuits on those last week. And now a gross expansion of the powers that the executive branch should have 
they're trying to force private sector employers. They're trying to bully uh, citizens about their health that are that are very personal, that are quite invasive, and they're doing it because they think they know what's best for us. Very paternalistic, patronizing view that this administration has, and they're using again grossly overreaching and overstepping the the bounds of what the OSHA or, or any other agency should be doing in terms of our liberties and our freedoms. So the the problem that I have with this is, I mean, I don't disagree with the vaccine. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Um, I, I just think this government is is so far out of line on so many things. And when they take OSHA and they make this part of their gig, it is also then very easy to make climate change, uh, guns, even racism. They said racism was a bigger pandemic in America than COVID. So OSHA could do anything at this point. And that is truly terrifying. Or regulate our lives under the guise of what they call the social cost of carbon in climate change. Glenn, you see this gross expansion, again, uh, of federal powers trying to dictate how we educate our children, what we teach them, how, what we, how we defend ourselves in our homes. You were alluded to the Second Amendment. And again, hear how we make choices, very personal choices about our health. And yes, the vaccine uh, works for many people. Glenn, I'm vaccinated. Uh, I encourage my family to get vaccinated, but many of them uh, haven't. And they, they made that uh, informed decision. And the vaccine can be effective, uh, especially for those who don't have natural immunity. That's another thing that never is discussed, especially by mainstream media, that that so many Americans have natural immunity. And that could be as effective, if not more, than the vaccine. So instead of dictating and acting like, uh, you know, an emperor, uh, our, our president should be trying to empower average everyday Americans to make good, healthy, informed decisions that work for them and not coerce private companies into doing his will. Again, this is still America. This is not a totalitarian state. Well, how do you how do you argue against because you're going to come up in court with this and they're they're going to say, well, we do this for children. We do we require vaccinations for children. Yeah. And and some of that, uh, Glenn, is after many years. Uh, of study, of, of clinical studies. Uh, how long have we been studying this? Uh, weeks? Months? Uh, we have no idea what the ramifications are, and the science is unsettled. Uh, so on that very issue, uh, I think those are markedly different things. So what should the average person do? Because Stu was talking about, you know, a friend of his who has 100 employees plus, and he said they're some of their best employees, and he's not going to fire them, and he doesn't want to comply. But what do you do? What, is the, what are companies to do? Well, that's the, the, the really pernicious part of this, Glenn, is that the, the administration has not left companies uh, any easy answer. Capitulate or stand potentially in violation of the law and be fined uh, thirteen dollars or $14,000 or 10 times that if they deem in their discretion that it was wanton and willful 
so that's where we come in, Glenn, and I and I hope that all of your listeners out there can appreciate that the attorneys general that we're filing lawsuits. We just joined Texas uh, in 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 their lawsuit. Uh, we're filing in other jurisdictions and other circuits, just like we did last week uh, with regard to the federal mandate. We're going to take this all the way to the Supreme Court to get relief for those business owners, so they don't have that incredibly hard decision to make so they don't have a sort of Damocles hanging over their heads. The administration has not left the average American with any good choice. If the Supreme Court rules uh, as they did in the 40s with uh, with FDR or in the 30s on the Commerce Clause, if they rule that OSHA has this ability to exercise, what does that mean for our rights? That means we have none. <laughs> Katie, bar the door. If, if that is the precedent, then that parade of horribles that you started the segment talking about, the, the expansion of government power and invasiveness and the diminution of our personal liberties is absolutely going to be reality. Because if OSHA, which is supposed to regulate a very narrow workplace environment, is allowed massive and expansive powers, to be able to influence one-third of the entire U.S. workforce, then where does it stop? It is a horrible, slippery slope, and you are rightfully concerned, and average Americans are rightfully concerned. That's why we have banded together as state AGs uh, to make sure that we're advocating, that we're holding the line and sending the message back to the administration that we won't sit idly by and let the federal government take even more and more of our liberties. Uh, and again, Glenn, we can talk about, the, look at this, the, the, the administration purports that this is an emergency, that, that it's so urgent that this goes. Why? Because, and then that's, this is the justification for uh, OSHA's power to be so expansive. Well, President Biden announced this months ago and waited, I believe, personally, for the Virginia election to be finished because he predicted and he thought that that, uh, Glenn Youngkin was going to lose in Virginia and McAuliffe was going to win, so he didn't want to rock the boat. Well, conveniently, when do they announce this? When when does it uh, get published in the Federal Register immediately after the Virginia election? So, again, to me, this is about politics. I don't think the president believes that this is constitutional. I think he's just using it as a scare tactic, as a coercive tactic, uh, because, again, I, I, I think he believes that, uh, that he's the emperor. Um, nothing makes sense. Who is in danger right now from those who are unvaccinated in the workforce? He'll tell you it's the vaccinated, and in the same breath, he'll tell you that vaccination is, is immunity. It protects them. So he contradicts the very basis by which supposedly OSHA is able to exercise these enormous and expensive so, powers. It makes no sense. So, Sean, does, does, do we have to wait a long, because people keep saying it's going to take a long time to work its way through the courts. Are you guys going to be able to get this to the Supreme Court so we would have an answer pretty quickly? I believe so. I don't think the court is going to allow a third of the American population to, to sit uh, in limbo and, and you know, be stuck with this Hobson's choice. There, there, that is what we're trying to expedite. That's why we're moving so fast. 
That is why we're coordinating uh, state attorneys. Yeah, we're, uh, I think we lost him. That's rapidly uh, as possible, Glenn. Okay, Sean, thank you so much. God bless everything that you're doing, and uh, keep us up to date on on where we are in the process. Thank you. Thanks. It's uh, Sean Reyes, uh, the Attorney General from the uh, the great state of Utah. It, it is it is critical that you know where you stand. Uh, and it is critical that we now stand together. Did you notice that all of the unions, they've all negotiated? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And if they do the testing part of this, by the way, most of the union requirements are going to mean that the company has to pay for the testing. Mm-hmm. Not if you are, an, are not a union shop. If you're yeah. not a union shop, the then employee you have to has to pay for it. Isn't that interesting? It's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating how they, they bargained with the unions. See, they don't see you as an individual. And this is the problem. This is what we broke away from England for. We are individuals. They will negotiate with groups, but they will not negotiate with people who say, no, I make my own choices in the workplace and in my life. You're nothing to them. But join the union. Oh, and things will be great for you. By the way, I want this vaccine mandate case not to yes the vaccine mandate in overturning it is important but i want more than that here i want osha to be reined in no no i want i want osha i i would like you know regular standards but osha has a very very short leash if they even exist right i I mean i think the way the courts might need to do it is to say this is this statute is written in in much too vague and broad a way and then you know what's good rewrite it and pass it with with it with a sensible uh sort of structure but to just say that whatever you think is necessary and appropriate what the hell does that that is what that's what that's what the uh barack obama health care bill was all about Mm. remember in the sole discretion of the secretary of health this stuff's got to stop can you is it even constitutional i argue no is it even constitutional to have con- to allow Congress to assign this much power no. that they are supposed to be dealing no. with to an, another branch of government. No, no. And I, I we that's what needs to keep doing this. It's got this stop. is where the Republicans come in and should be strong. They should say, fine, you want to play that game? We're not only going to overturn this rule here that mm-hmm. you're doing, but we are going to clip the wings the problem is Congress doesn't want to have to have their name attached to everything. Yep. They're cowards. They're cowards. That's why they gave their power to the administration through all of these agencies. They just gave it so nobody can be blamed. That has to be taken back. Will they do it? I'll tell you what. You damn well better send people in Washington in 2022 that will. Because you're running out of time. Back in just a second. If you spend any time at all on the internet, whether it's on your computer or your phone or some other device, you're potentially putting information at risk being hacked by cyber criminals. You really have to understand how cybercrime is just exploding. So update your security with LifeLock because they're updating their capabilities every day. Every day, we put our information out on risk on the Internet, and LifeLock is there to help detect a wide range of identity threats. Not all of them. Nobody can. 
They'll send you an alert if they find something suspicious and they'll talk to you and say, hey, did you do this? Are you opening up this account? Are you checking for insurance? If the answer is no, uh, they will take care of it or they'll assign a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity threats, but LifeLock by Norton, the best. Right now, save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. That's promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK, 25% off, lifelock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Can we lighten it up a bit? It's Friday. Oh, geez, I just looked up and the president is speaking. President Biden on the uh, 531,000 jobs added in October. It's a good day. Congratulations. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Exciting. Who's pumped? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we have the Babylon Bee Guide to Wokeness. (laughs) How to take your wokeness to the next level by canceling friends, breaking windows, and burning it all to the ground. Finally. Yeah. Um, You know, a a lot of people people spoke up for this book. Uh, I I myself wrote a... um, I wrote a blurb for the book and supported the book and I really, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, finally a book that can make us all exactly the same. How great (laughs) will it be when nobody has a different opinion? Mm. Read this book so you can peacefully burn down entire city blocks, shout fascists down so they can no longer speak. Show your whitey honky Jethro sister marrying redneck, how offensive they can be when they name call and stereotype racists. The Babylon Bee has finally written a humor book making fun of those who are humorless. And it's Thank called God. The Babylon Bee Guide to Wokeness. And we're going to go through it. We're going to go through it. I mean, the true story of uh, American history. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's very good. I mean, there's a deeper look at Columbus. They just take his picture and they just show things. You know, he's got a funny hat to cover his head full of genocidal thoughts. <laughs> A uh, crucifix of white supremacy, an Italian disguise to cover up his whiteness, mm-hmm. cannibal proof armor. Oh, he's got his leftist uh, tears tumbler in his pocket. I didn't I didn't know that one. Uh, that's weird. Boots for stomping on the necks of marginalized people and uh, the deadly smallpox cannon. So that. and what I really like, I very think this much is needed. very I think this is very uh, useful. Um, your oppression identifier. And there's an easy way to do this. Create your own oppressed class. Just to follow the simple instructions. First letter of your first name, G. Uh, so it, I go down to the alphabet, and that says uh, obese, which, you know, could work. Obese, third level of middle name, uh, germaphobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, my race is hmm, Arab, mm. uh, who died years ago is the bonus. So... I am an obese, germaphobe Arab who died years ago. So I can speak out on this topic. And I will say about half of that is true. <laughs> yeah. Obese germaphobe is yeah, kind of it's on pretty the, close. Pretty, kind of pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. on the. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's it. a conspiracy. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program.